0: today during
1: Rated RPG.
0: We have three interesting and exciting gentlemen, Jane, for you to choose from. Of course, the decision is based solely on how they sound to you. You have your questions all set? All right, then listen carefully to their voices. Bachelor number one, would you please say good evening to Jane? Hey,
2: everybody, it's me, Cosmo. I'm a druid, I have uh, have nine hit points. Uh, Sometimes I turn into a, a wolf. Or a bear, or a spider. Please. Okay. <laughs> number two, how about you?
1: Hey, it's it's me, DeBobby. I'm ready for action. I can't wait uh, for us all to get murdered today. Weehee! And uh, number three. Hey, what's up, baby? I'm here to shit
3: talking down with my crew. Mm.
0: All right. Well, they certainly are very. Jane, you say you're all set to go? Mm-hmm. Okay, then have a seat right here. Make yourself comfortable, fellas. Stand by, cause here come the questions.
4: Uh, grab right here. I'm gonna hide in this here
0: wardrobe. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, we have a we have a thing that we have to do. Like before we get into anything here, guys, mm-hmm. we have to figure out what the heck this golden magical longbow is that was uh. given to you guys by Lethander himself, the Morning Lord, the God of sunlight and goodness.
1: Actually, it was just a window.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it was like a vending machine.
1: Um. <laughs> 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 it was I more like believe. one of those do you remember in like in school did you ever have those those fishing rods that you throw like behind a curtain and then they come back yeah. with like a prize oh or, yeah at like the fair or whatever yeah. the hell what, that, i don't that, know what the hell that was
2: like At church picnics and stuff yeah, yeah exactly that's kind of what it was you didn't get anything to bobby got nothing
1: no no i threw my fishing rod up behind the window and just came back with bullshit
2: well we we put it out to our patrons on patreon.com slash rated rpg and we got some really great suggestions so here are the four suggestions from our patrons that we will choose between
0: can i preface this real quick so i had to take a look at the suggestions that people made and with no exceptions they were either a little too powerful or a little too complicated so If you're one of the people who submitted suggestions, you're gonna notice that your suggestions have changed a little bit. And I mean no offense to anybody, but I just needed to make sure that the item wasn't too powerful or too complicated for the game that we're running right here. But I tried, when I made changes to them, I tried to stick to sort of the essence of what you were going for. So I apologize, no offense, if I changed your item. So the the first one
2: from random guy, Gleaming Chandelier. You gain a plus one bonus to, to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Additionally, when a non magic arrow is cocked in the bow, the arrow turns into a golden chicken that deals an additional 1d4 damage. And the attack deals your choice of piercing or bludgeoning damage, depending on whether the chicken's beak is closed or open. <laughs> bludgeoning or piercing. Our next option is from Plasto Joe Morning's Light. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. In addition, once per long rest, when you hit an enemy with an attack with this weapon, you can force that enemy to make a Dex saving throw, and if they fail, they're under the effects of Fairy Fire for one minute. No concentration needed, and this counts as a spell effect. Third choice, bossa nova bill sends us El Terrell's Avenger. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage. When you hit a fiend or undead creature with it, it takes an additional 1d8 radiant damage, which is pretty awesome. And number four, Great White Spark sent us Sun Shaft. You gain a plus one bonus to attack a damage rolls. it's a magic weapon. Additionally, once for short rest, you may cast Shield as a reaction while wielding this weapon in at least one hand. So there are four choices.
0: All right, so yeah, all of them, I feel like, are pretty good. They're all balanced. They're all supposed to be roughly a plus-two equivalent weapon. And so what are we going to do? Are we going to choose, like, between the five of us which one we're going to go for? Or are we going to, you know, get people well,
4: to... we came up with an idea
0: uh-huh. that
4: honors a little bit of all of them, which I would like to propose, all right? So, a Bossa Nova builds Elturel's Avenger, the bow would have those abilities okay but the arrows still turn into a chicken (laughs) (laughs) okay and we're gonna take we're gonna take uh part of plasto joe's name and part of great white spark's name and we're gonna call it morning's shaft
0: okay so it's gonna be a a plus one bow that deals an extra 1d8 radiant damage to fiends and undead that Mm -hmm. every time you cock a non-magical arrow the arrow turns into a chicken and its name is morning's shaft yes okay (laughs) all right that that sounds good to me (laughs) <laughs> all right fantastic well there we go we have it thanks to everybody who submitted ideas i look forward to doing the same exact thing in the future for other magical weapons and <laughs> items that we come across so every time you attack with this uh, bow brad it's going to roll the radiant damage but that'll only i'll only apply that damage if it's a fiend or undead okie doke right
4: yeah and then I- question do, do some of my other damage bonuses
0: can they stack on that? Let's see. So, like your extra force damage and everything that you're talking, yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. We, we could potentially build a way to make that work, but it, mm-hmm. I don't know, it might be a little bit more trouble than it's worth since you can always just roll the extra die yourself. But
4: yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's like it's legal to do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Any. Anything cool. that you add on to your weapons damage, like. They, they they all stack together. So you could do eight piercing and eight radiant and then six force and then like Hunter's Mark will do another five piercing. Like that all adds up together. All those dice get doubled on a crit as well. So that's pretty cool. Woo.
3: Sweet.
0: Alright. Oh yeah, we could totally one shot these guys.
3: <clears throat> yeah, just roll crits,
0: man. Yeah, just gotta roll some crits. That's all you gotta Brad do. Just that easy.
1: Brad, whenever you hit anyone with one of your arrows, you should hum Neil Young's famous song The Chicken and the Damage Done. <laughs> I'll have to learn that one. All right. Not the whole
2: thing. We don't want to have to pay royalties, but anyway.
4: <laughs> okay. I've seen
1: um... the chicken and the damage done. The arrow guts
0: inside of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's begin with a little bit of a recap what happened last time. You guys got into a big clusterfuck of a fight where it was you versus minotaur skeletons. There was this like undead priest guy who was also a necromancer who hates demons. And then these demons came out of the basement and started attacking everybody. And then your elephant friend, Lulu, she like flew in there and blasted her magical trumpet and and hurt everything in there and it just turned into like this massive fight that like took like three and a half hours finally when it was all said and done you guys were left standing the only other individual left was this necromancer priest guy you guys were in a little bit of a standoff everybody was very injured and you essentially used diplomacy and you're like look this is all a big misunderstanding we're we're here for the same reason that you're here we need to stop these demons that are coming out of this portal in your basement. After a very nice roll by, I think it was Race the Roaster, probably, you guys convinced him to let you pass. And you descended deep into the Grand Cemetery Ossuary, which is where I guess they they prepare and, no, they, they inter bones in, in an ossuary. Yep. And it was really creepy. You found some like traces of human footsteps down there and you figured it was the the group of people you were trying to find, led by older Ravengard, the de facto leader of uh, El Turrell, now that it has been dragged down into hell. So you found traces that him and his men had been through here. You followed those traces. Glubjeg. you found a bunch of holy symbols that you decided to fondle, and of course it unleashed a wave of necrotic energy that hurt everybody in the room. Yeah, And, and erotic energy. <laughs> erotic <laughs> necrotic energy. Finally, after all those trials and tribulations, you guys reached the very bottom of this ostuary where you heard through the door a really disturbing exchange. Basically, it sounded like two people arguing with each other, one person speaking in a very like angelic language and the other speaking in a horrible, guttural, demonic language. But strangely, it sounded like both of the voices were coming from the same person. And when you opened up the door and looked inside, you saw Alder Ravengard himself wearing the Helm of Torm's sight, which is a, a powerful artifact that is said to connect you directly to the mind of the god Torm, so that Torm can grant you visions and guidance. But he was clutching this helmet and writhing in pain and shouting, all these weird words in angelic and, and uh, abyssal languages, obviously in a great deal of pain. And before him was this roiling black portal to the abyss and uh, surrounding him were all, all, all sorts of corpses. His men had been slaughtered by some force. And before you could even react to this, three giant fiendish minotaurs clutching great axes poured forth from the portal and looked straight at you and charged. So that's Wait, did, where did, we left did off. Did you say three? Three. Oh, okay. No yes. Bad. Yeah, There's you only can only more. you can only actually see two of them from where you are, but there there are three. Uh-huh.
4: Well, that changes everything. <laughs> Spoiler oh. alert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start today's session off with an initiative roll. Ooh. Let's oh my god All right, I need a high <laughs> roll Come oh on, come on right. nice. uh, nice Oh my god Nice Oh I always click yeah. your characters
1: guys okay, Always click your character Now I'm gonna re-roll he... can...
5: I nice. I will
4: take
1: it. can I just take the one I rolled? Yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll
0: just have to add it in myself It's not a big deal yeah. Alright, there's my actual roll all right, Minotaurs, please don't roll in a whisper. Yeah, never whisper rolls to GM. Thank you. I wish that was just set permanently for all NPCs.
1: All right, Minotaurs, I'll roll ones now, please. Bad yeah,
5: ones. Huh? Start.
1: huh? To all right. Okay. To uh, see. Works, for me. works for me.
0: Okay, so Glubjag, you got a... Would you get a 22. Twenty-two. Race, you got twenty-one. Uh, oh dang, look at you. Yes sir. Dang, De Bobby, you got a fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Cost low. got uh fourteen. Groovy. Oh, we're waiting for just fine
2: though.
0: We all go before them. Oh yeah. Wow <laughs> jerks. So it looks like at the top of the initiative is a globjeg. Don't forget, guys, there is a dancing wardrobe who is actually the thing that breached the room. So that's going to go right after race. If we
2: can get rid of the curse, it'll turn back into a person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let me just uh, get the dancing items initiative in there. It's going to go at uh, 21. So,
4: first question is... Do we get a surprise round?
0: No, nobody's surprised. They're aware of you, you're aware of them. Yeah, they're used to armoires like coming (laughs) crashing through doors all the time. They they went through this portal expecting to fight things, so they're not surprised when there are things to fight. not an armoire, they're probably really (laughs) surprised by that. (laughs) Alright. Who's controlling that armoire? Uh,
3: I am. It goes right after me. I gotta use a bonus action for it.
0: You can move through it. It's just difficult terrain for moving through it. I wonder if if we should leave it right
4: in front of the door or if we should make it go attack or what. Anyway, I'm going to bring out Morning's Shaft. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Sounds enjoyable. Yes, definitely. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on... On this guy here, then I will also use my planer. Oh wait, let me think about this. I just used a bonus action. Full bearings. I guess
1: I can do it. That. <laughs> well, that's that, that's going to happen after we do that other part. After of we program. do the vines, yeah, that's
0: what I'm talking that about.
1: Means.
0: Oh man, I can't wait. I wasn't listening to their just their grand strategy discussion they had before the stream, so I'm I'm excited. <laughs> grand strategy is one word for it.
4: All right, I can only do one bonus action, so I'm gonna (laughs) use uh, my planar warrior ability to do an additional 1d8 force damage and I will shoot from behind the wardrobe.
0: All right. I hope you hit-
5: Come (laughs) on,
0: Ooh, that looks like a good roll! (laughs) Yeah! Nice! All right, so a 20 to hit six piercing eight radiant damage if they're fiendish or undead and which uh which minotaur you shooting at top one or bottom one the the bottom one bottom one okay and what was your bonus action that you did i wasn't i wasn't paying attention because i'm a jerk additional plus eight force all right cool so that's six plus three is nine and they are fiendish minotaurs so you get that extra eight radiant. so 17 damage all right
4: and one more
0: Ooh, oh, that... Okay, so the the first shot, you know, you, you pull the... Uh, you knock your arrow in it, and you pull the string back, and perhaps there's a little bit of surprise on your face as the, uh, as the arrow turns into a chicken. And when you release, it goes, flies across and strikes true. And the second arrow that you knock, you're so, like enthralled by the process of it turning into a chicken that you just completely forget to shoot it <laughs> and totally uh, misses anyway I,
4: I did not expect that <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right uh you moving
4: i think for the moment i will stay where i am okay oh
2: in hmm. that or, or c- should i move should i move i can't put my vines i can't put my st- spikes down like a misty down? step through it too right well, he could.
4: Yeah, yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. but I, I could use that for some other stuff, too. So, yeah, I am going
1: to move. Uh, oh, yeah, so you got more room for the spikes, right?
2: Spiky. Spiky
0: times. Okay. so Glubjag unleashes a couple chickens and then does a tactical retreat. Then it goes to Race. Your turn.
3: So if i hold my um attack can i still use the dancing items probably not since i got to use a bonus action to make it do anything but i'm just wondering
0: oh so you can so your options as far as like holding is you can delay your entire turn in which case yeah you can't do any sort of like bonus actions or Mm. movement actions or you can ready an action In which case, you can do your movement, you can do your bonus action, whatever. And then you say, I'm going to do this specific action when this specific trigger occurs. Um,
3: Okay, I like that. So, I'll I'll do that. So, what I want to do is um, ready up a fairy fire once they're all in that small corridor. And I'm going to back up so the spikes don't nibble at my cheeks. Okay. Just go about here. (laughs) And then, because we're going to have the dancing item like there so they get stuck in it. Ooh, hmm, hmm. Want to have it back up to the middle of the hallway, okay? Just so that they can get into the spikes. Yeah. All right. So and it you... hover so it shouldn't take spike damage.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, what you actually do when you ready a spell, which is a, a rule that isn't used like a, a whole lot, but people might be interested to know, you actually cast the spell in the turn that you ready the action. So you 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 have, you have to use your spell slot right now. And the spell's effects don't actually occur until the trigger. Oh, okay. And you count as concentrating while you're waiting for that trigger to occur. So you cast your fairy fire, but you don't actually do the final syllable or final, you know, part of the spell until the moment that the spell is occurring. So, and then your dancing wardrobe just kind of like it can't really turn around because it's so tight in here. So it just kind of like backs the fuck up as it's uh, <laughs> as it's dancing around and shoves itself past uh, Dababi. Bobby you probably have to like get on the ground real quick as it like hops over you and flies over you. Oh, sure. Okay, then it goes to the wardrobe's turn. It removed, moved. And then Dababi, your turn. Okay,
1: so as far as waiting to trigger your action until something else happens, can I still move? Yeah, you can move and then you can ready your action. Okay, great. I want to move. All the way back here okay and then i want to at the moment that Koslo casts his spell well hmm. i actually want to i want so what i want to do is i want to cast a spell but i want to cast it on the minotaurs assuming that they actually show up and let go in the hallway but if they don't uh-huh. do that then the, i still lose the spell don't i if they don't show up
0: yeah you will lose the spell if the trigger never happens you, I'm just worried that they're going to like not show up.
1: I mean, wh- what was the last thing I saw when I moved down the hallway here? Like, they, Were they
0: coming? Yeah, they, they were coming towards you. It looked full like speed. they were ignoring uh, Raven Guard.
1: They, okay, and they were just coming at us full speed. They were like, yeah, they're on top of this shit. Okay, cool. But we don't know if they'll be able to move into the vines. Koslo, how, how big a radius you got in that thing?
2: Uh, it'll be 40 feet, so I'm going to cast it there. So it'll reach there and there. Actually, I'm going to cast it here, so it'll reach there and there, and then here and here will be the borders of it.
1: I think I'm going to wait to cast my spell, because I don't need to cast it this round. So instead, I'm going to ready up some sort of a range attack. Okay. I guess I do have a cross. Get ready up my crossbow.
0: Yeah, produce flame, I think. Right? Don't you?
1: I do, but I have very few spells left, and I'm going to need them for our plan. Well,
0: produce flame is a cantrip, so you can do it infinite times.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about cantrips. Oh my god. Yeah, they're nice. I totally do. I thought the the devil minotaurs were
0: resistant to flame. You don't really know. Nobody's made any sort of a check on these fiendish minotaurs, so you don't really know uh, what the deal is. But it is a safe assumption, I guess, that if they're fiendish minotaurs they might be immune to fire. I mean, just from my experience with the previous
1: minotaurs, I guess we didn't attack them with, with any. Yeah, I'm gonna get uh, produce flame ready. Why not? What have I got to lose?
0: Exactly. Your life <laughs> You're the only one who's got that to lose, Coslo. Oh, come on. Everybody else,
1: night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's your turn now, Coslo.
4: You know, uh, in, the, in the siege of Fort Maserac, uh we were up against some of these creatures. We, uh, we tried to pour uh, boiling fire on them uh i don't know uh, maybe it worked or not like there's a lot of vegetation the vegetation (laughs) went up uh and then one of my uh cohorts fell off the wall uh in uh, because he he was uh really sick uh when he fell he started on fire uh but he was not a demonic
2: minute always very helpful with your anecdotes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us another one when this is all over, but uh, for now...
2: I am going to cast Spike Growth, centering it in that space there, right here.
1: Okay. Kozla, don't you want to wait until like you see them come around the corner or something? No.
4: Okay. Hey, was that a good enough story, Emery, to make a roll with...
0: Oh, oh, you wanted to make a uh, knowledge check? Oh. Uh, yeah, go for it. Make a uh, make a religion check with advantage. Is, is this roughly where you wanted it? I
2: think so. Let me see if that's the right radius.
0: Is it a 20-foot radius or a 40-foot radius?
2: It is a... let me just check.
1: I actually know Abyssal, Emery, so could I also make a check just to see if I ever came across something about
0: whether fire damages these guys? Anybody can make a religion check on fiendish minotaurs. Yeah. So Can we do it? No. You you should be doing it in your turns, but oh, okay. um, you, since you all took a turn, I'll I'll just let you do it retroactively. All right. Yes, so hey. so with an eighteen, which I gave Brad advantage since he's a planar warrior who's fought these things before and uh, had a fun anecdote about it. You know that these fiendish minotaurs. So so interestingly, minotaurs and various other sort of bestial creatures like this were created by one of the demon lords, Baphomet, I'm pretty sure, who himself looks like a, a giant bestial minotaur demon thing. And so these fiendish minotaurs are not actually devils. They're they're more likely similar mo, more similar to regular minotaurs. A, a way to sort of compare it is like, Costello, you have the ability to summon familiars. However the familiars instead of being beasts, are, are fey, right? But they, yes. they count exactly the same, like, you know, a familiar cat that you summon would look and behave exactly like a cat, but it's actually like the, a little fairy cat. So these fiendish minotaurs are, are basically just regular minotaurs, but they're technically fiends for the purpose of any abilities okay. that you might have. So, in other words, you know that these things are not resistant to fire or or anything because normal minotaurs aren't resistant to fire cool. also things that you might know about minotaur uh, is that they are very good at not getting lost in mazes and they can just like the skeletons that you fought before they can charge you and knock you prone and do a bunch of extra goring damage finally they can choose to get reckless with their attacks which means they have advantaged all their attacks however if they do that then when you attack them, you have advantage against them as well. That's what you know. And it looks like this is the correct radius. So if this is where you want it.
2: That's where I want it. Cool,
0: doing anything else?
2: I am not doing anything else. All right. I'm going to to reach out and because Glovejack is right next to me, I'm going to reach out and put a hand on his shoulder and I'm going to say, if I don't make it through this, I like you, you're a good friend. (laughs)
4: yeah you are you you've been you've been a good buddy of me too and you'll make it through i hope so
0: now i don't know if you guys planned this out but these tactics are brilliant because this dancing wardrobe totally is hovering in the air so it's not going to get affected by your spike growth so that's pretty clever pretty fucking clever Mm -hmm. I think it was all serendipity. (laughs) All right, you guys hear the minotaurs charging through the water. Uh, You hear the crunching and, and cracking of bones as they just carelessly step on all the corpses that are in that room. And you hear the huffing and the snorting of their bull heads as they charge into this hallway, apparently without a care for their little hooved feet as they walk over these spike growths so 5 10 15 20 25 30 now is this difficult terrain the spike growth it is hazardous but not difficult hazardous but not okay so it won't slow them down so it's no. 30 now he starts to walk into it so i'm going to do i'm going to do his full movement then we'll count how many squares he moved through five. so third so one, two, three. then he dashes 4 5 so he moved through 5 of your spike growths nice four. oh my God. God, that's a lot of damage. Alright. <laughs> not go necessarily. On. How many
1: more am I rolling? Ten. It could Two, be ten points of are... damage.
0: That's true. Oh, right. uh, but it could be forty, which would be very upsetting.
2: Ooh, big money, big money, big money. How do I how do I do ten? I gotta do five and five, don't I? That works too. Okay.
0: They don't have resistance to the piercing, so it's not gonna not gonna they matter. And another 7. 16. Pitiful. Pitiful. 16. 16 Awful. Of Look at all those ones. All of those ones.
2: Uh, <laughs> get them out the way early.
4: <laughs> not a single four.
0: All right. Well, that Minotaur's turn is actually finished because it had to dash in order to get there. So it cannot even attack the dancing wardrobe. But you do hear the other Minotaurs moving into position. Come and get it you can go ahead and roll another 4d4 points of damage as actually you know what they're just gonna there you go move all the way up that's 12 and then roll another 4d4 points as it gets into that position so ooh, better that was
5: better
0: that was more and then roll 44 damage as the last one moves in 10 points of damage
1: ouch all right good start
0: all right so your spike growth so far has done 16 28 39 59 points of damage (laughs) that one spell good times oh yeah Glubjag, jag your turn
4: all right so my understanding is i can interact with an object as a free action right which is not a bonus action
0: You can interact with one object as part of a move action.
4: Or as part of your action.
0: For free. Yeah, as part, only, uh, specifically, you can interact with an object as part of a move action. For free. Before the
1: object goes, I'm producing flame up their asses. Ah,
0: that's right. Yeah, Um, and fairy fire. Actually, the first thing that happens, you're right, is the fairy fire, since they all grouped up. So, bam. It's
3: a 20-foot cube, and it goes up to 60 feet, so it should miss my dancing item.
0: Yeah, it's gonna hit all three of them, and nice. not your dancing item. Nice. So, what kind of save is that, Dion? Uh, oh, in the description. A dexterity. Dex? Okay. I'm gonna start with the closest one, and then go clockwise. Bam.
3: Bam. Boom, big whiffs. Bam. And one miss.
0: Alright, okay. So, luckily for them, the closest one and the furthest one sort of dodge out of the way of the fairy Fire. However, the one in the, trapped in the middle gets caught and is covered in this glittering, glowing light, which makes it incredibly easy to spot in the midst of combat. So you all have advantage on attacks against this middle Minotaur. I'm going to go ahead and mark Middle tar.
1: Middle tar. Middle tar.
0: It doesn't one
2: pink. of them already have something marked from Glovejag too? No, I had to take that back because I already used a bonus action.
0: Okay. That's right. And now Globjug, your ready to action goes off. So go and cast your cantrip. Okay. Well, oh, if my sorry. First... De Bobby. Oh, I-, I meant I'm to sorry. say De Bobby.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You meant to say De Bobby. Now I'm hurling I, I going... don't know cantrip. <laughs> All right. I'm
0: going for the uh the front frontal frontal tar. Sure. Now, it's, it is it going to have a little bit of a bonus to its AC because of the massive wardrobe in front of it. That didn't matter. You rolled terribly. <laughs> Your flame just uh, hits the wall as you're sort of trying to not hit the wardrobe. And yeah, it's a tough throw. But it was a free attack, basically. You weren't planning on.
1: Yeah, it's just it was just for fun. It was just to make them think that we're not going to completely fucking destroy them <laughs> next
0: turn. Yeah,
3: yeah. Psychological battle.
0: Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, your your tunes have changed dramatically from the
1: beginning oh, yeah. of the fight <laughs> to now.
5: ago, we
0: were dead men walking. We didn't think, yeah, I mean, our plans never worked. We didn't think this, that we had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finally, now it actually is Glubjeg's turn. Are you sure? I am uh, 95% <laughs> sure.
4: Okay. All right, As my as the first part of my turn, And I did look it up. It says either during move or action phase, you can interact with an object. I'm going to dump my 3,000 steel ball bearings
0: down the hall. Okay. Yes.
5: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) All right. Ball bearings. (laughs)
1: Yay. That's not going to snap him out of the old... uh dancing lights in front
2: are of us. Are those stairs in front of you? You, so, you guys are you're on stairs.
0: Or so here, here's the thing. You can interact with an object, which means pulling out your ball bearings. But in the in the description of ball bearings, it's it says as an action, you can spill them from their pouch to cover uh-huh. a level square area that's 10 feet on a side. So if you do want to do the ball bearings thing, you can pull them out as a free action and then distribute them as an action.
4: Well, I think it's worth it. What do you think, guys? Heck yeah, let them roll, baby.
1: Depends on where you're going to put them. Are you going to put them underneath the the bureau? I'm just rolling them down the hall. Yeah, be, so, right.
0: so because he's standing on top of stairs, the ball bearings have to be on a level surface, so they'll, they'll roll down the stairs, and they'll end up uh, being in the area, the 10-foot square in front of the stairs. It won't affect the wardrobe because the wardrobe hovers. Are those
2: Are those stairs going down then?
0: Yes, they're going down. Okay,
2: yeah. Oh, good.
1: This is yeah. This is flawless, you guys.
2: This well, what, is gonna. Well, what's <laughs> the wall gonna to? It? Them? What's the worst that's gonna happen to them? They fall down.
0: Yeah, they could trip and fall down. In the open. vines.
2: Well, oh.
0: okay, all right. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna make a little, uh little ball By the way, of... yes.
4: I actually have three bags of them, so it's three times as many as it says up in the action. Of what ball bearings
0: do all right Th- that's where the ball bearings are right there <laughs> so any minotaur that makes it past this wardrobe is gonna have to contend with a whole bunch of ball bearings do you want to do a bonus action Club Jake? yes I'm going to hunters mark
4: the first guy okay wait no I just re- I, every time I think of I'm gonna do the other one I'm gonna do the planar warrior plus 1d8 force damage.
0: Well, you you can't attack since you use the ball bearings this turn, so you might as well do the right. do hunter's mark because uh, that's going to yeah, last. You're right. okay. I might
4: as well hunter's
0: mark. Yep. Alrighty, put the little hunter's mark on him. I'm just going to do a little skull. There and we I'm go. Not moving. not moving? Okay. Then it goes to race's turn.
3: Oh! I'm going to right out the gate use my bonus action to have my dancing wardrobe attack that minotaur directly ahead of it okay Du-du-du-du-du. it's gotta have a plus eight to hit so what I just roll 1d20 let's
0: see I, th- I thought the dancing item goes in its own turn I, was- I thought that
3: oh I gotta use a bonus action to make it move so that's why I was wondering to make it attack otherwise on its own it just like dances around and dodges
0: right. I wanna make sure we're doing this all correctly here. So, okay, in combat, it shares your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. The only action it takes is is the dodge action, unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it to take another action, in this case, to attack. All right, when you use Bardic Inspiration, you can command it as part of the same bonus action. So if you want, you can also give inspiration to somebody right now. But yes, it won't make its attack until its turn, which happens right after yours.
3: Right on. So what I'll do is I'm gonna give a Bardic inspiration right out the gate. Let's say the Glubjack has got the best range, and then I'm gonna prepare it to attack on its turn. And for me, I'm gonna just look at that Minotaur directly in the face and say, Hey yo, you weird legged bitch! First off, you walked into a bunch of spikes, you're not good at planning. We're about to drop these beautiful halfling balls on your face.
0: Mm. Ouch. Alright. That was a that was a <laughs> sick burn. <laughs> Uh, let's see if it passes its save. It does not! <sighs> nice work.
3: Is that 2d4? Ah, damn it, I
0: forgot. Yeah, 2d4 da, 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 da. psychic damage. And uh, let's give him. Come it a, on,
3: come a, a, on. A, there we go.
0: Insultator.
3: Dab it on. Mm. Oh, we could have did better, but we'll take it.
0: Hey, you know what? Five psychic damage, nothing to sneeze at. And it has disadvantage on its next attack, so that's pretty good. And you hit him in the butt, Ooh, so he's butthurt. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you moving?
3: I gotta be within range to see him, so I'm not moving. I'll be there.
0: Okay. Dancing item's turn. Go ahead and make your Come attack.
3: On, Do uh, 1d20. Come on, baby! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, bum, bum, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> all right so the dancing wardrobe you know you're like come on smack it baby and then the wardrobe just sort of like one of its drawers like shoots out and just shatters on the minotaurs rock hard abs and uh, (laughs) in slow motion (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know it's it's a it's a little meat shield here you know (laughs) they're gonna have to get through your wardrobe before they can get to you All right, to Bobby, your turn, buddy. Okay, it's
1: my big moment. I've been waiting for so long. (laughs) Okay, so question about the uh, thunderwave spell: if Uh they can't move back, doesn't it do like extra damage or something?
0: Only if it says it in the spell. (laughs) Checking, checking. It is cool that you know how that works with the. Spike growth, because if if they're in the spike growth and then you move them, they'll take the yeah. spike growth damage. They're gonna
1: take mega damage, but I have to wait for them to get closer, unfortunately. So I'm nice. going to try another produce flame. Why not? Okay. At which one? The We'll do a frontal tour. Okay.
3: Serious this time, though. That's
1: the yeah. difference. Yeah, this time I'm serious. Last time <laughs> I was just dicking around, you know? Yeah. But uh, this time I produced a serious flame here we go oh oh
0: man unfortunately that would have hit but the cover that it's getting because of the giant wardrobe in front of it actually bumps its ac (laughs) up just enough yeah sorry (laughs) you now glove has an ability to ignore cover so, yeah. he's perfect for this situation, but unfortunately, nah, that's a miss. <laughs> unfortunately, you, Dababi, are not perfect. You're less than perfect. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you gotta get him up in, in melee. Bobby, you are the weakest link.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are a sausage link. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> you are a total drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coslo, your turn, buddy.
2: Okay, this is what I'm gonna do now. I'm gonna cast Frostbite on the first, <gasps> no, the second one, the second one.
0: Oh, okay. It's a constitution saving throw. Here we go, here we go. Oh, they're good at that. They're big, tough yeah. boys. Yes. Oh, yeah. fair. Not that tough. Not good enough. Okay, eight points cold, and
2: then he has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn.
0: Holy crap, so you guys gave disadvantage to both of these two minotaurs on their next attacks. Yeah. Wow, what what kind of st- you guys turned into strategic geniuses over the last couple of weeks. What is happening? All we did was have like a 10-minute conversation
1: before the show today. That's all. We just <laughs> thought about what we were going to do instead of just blindly running around opening curtains and getting murdered. <laughs> we don't know that would work, though. We aren't the same people that pulled the tapestry away from the wall and nearly died. We <laughs> wear that tapestry now. as yeah. a badge of courage.
0: Alright, well, let's see. I don't have a whole ton of options here because I'm 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 kind of stuck in a tight little corridor. So the first Minotaur is going to attack the wardrobe with its great axe, and it's gonna get reckless with it, which gives it advantage on its next attack. However, because it has disadvantage because of your spells and stuff, it's just rolling a regular great axe attack. So here we go.
1: Is it also getting swifty?
0: It got very <laughs> Very <laughs> Ooh. Ooh Okay, that's, that's definitely going to hit. Yeah. Alright, so the HP of your item is 10 plus 5 times your bard level. So, you're level 6, so that's 40 HP total. That you're... That? Um, yeah, okay. So, there goes half of your wardrobe. <laughs> Get reckless with it. Technically, it has over 50% health. It's got 21 out of 40, so could be worse that's um, like three
2: times what i have
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> but the good news the really really good news is guys it can't do the minotaur can't do anything else it gets that one attack and that's it so it, it can't kill your wardrobe which means the other two minotaurs are just going to dodge and then it goes back to glove turn <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> yeah, you guys got me in a, in a little bit of a bind here. I do really have many options. Obagi, you gonna use morning wood
3: with inspiration on it too?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mar- morning wood is wood is
3: the best wood, you know.
0: Morning. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so the first guy is still Hunter's Marked for me. I'll keep that concentration going. Indeed. And then I'm going to use Morning Shaft with my extra Planar Warrior ability.
0: Damn. And you have advantage on this attack because this Minotaur got reckless in its turn. Excellent. Shouldn't have
4: gotten reckless there, buddy.
0: You're right, he shouldn't have. He would have hit if he hadn't been reckless anyways.
4: Morning Shaft! Mm. Oh, oh,
0: that's <sighs> Oh,
3: that's good right there, baby.
0: And an extra d6 from your hunter's mark. Don't forget that.
3: And use the inspiration if yeah. you want to.
4: Uh, I'll save it.
0: <laughs> yeah, save it for a miss. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, so let's add all those numbers up. Seven plus fifteen is twenty-two oh, damage.
4: On
0: oh, my All right.
4: And I think I can only use that ability each round on one attack, so I don't yeah. get
0: the extra D8. Well, you will get the extra D6 from Hunter's yes. Oh my god, for reals? Yeah, baby, yeah! What kind of, what kind of bullshit is this? That's 18 <laughs> more damage on my beautiful Minotaur, which kills the Minotaur! Yeah. Wow! Holy oh, yeah. Minotaur yeah. number one yeah. is down. <laughs> 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 Whew. You moving anywhere, or are you your ground?
4: I'm sticking there. Okay. And I, I will move my hunter's mark to the guy behind him.
0: Moving your hunter's mark requires bonus action, so you can't do that until next turn. Unfortunately. Race. Right. Well, do it next turn then, or does it end? Oh yeah, you can do it next turn. Yeah. Once okay. once your hunter's mark target has been killed, at any point after that, you can move it to somebody else as a bonus action race your turn
3: yes sir so what i'm going to do i'm keeping it there so they got to go through the vines oh there's nothing else i can do hey guess what your <laughs> little car, bitch i'm about to take both your horns open up your big old mouth and get you some of this good morning mm.
0: <laughs> you got a 13 <laughs> i don't think that's good enough i think your dc's 14 isn't it uh. I believe so, yes No, your DC right, is 15, check. holy yeah, shit! 15. Oh wow, alright, roll your damage! Alright,
3: let's hit it! Hit it! Hey, we'll take another six, let's go! Six
0: points, and it is... It has the uh... The poopy sadness, okay? Disadvantages next attack. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that something that you're familiar with, Emily? poopy <laughs> sadness?
5: Poopy sadness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, so depressing. <laughs> All right, then you're doing a bonus action?
3: I'm gonna keep my last product inspiration and I'm not moving the dancing item because they need to hit it. I'm done.
0: All right, so the dancing item Plus, is I
3: can set up a attack of opportunity like can I wait until they get close to attack and no?
0: You yeah, you can you can tell it to ready an action to to attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can do it can do anything that any hey, any one me, of you can baby.
3: See. Oh, then you're just gonna wait as soon as they get close with the half of your body that's still up smacking in the ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it goes to its turn. It readies an action. De Bobby, your turn, buddy. I'm going to definitely.
1: I'm gonna hold my action. But one has to assume that. Uh, wait a minute. So the one that's like beguiled, can it still move?
0: Yes. the The fairy fired one. Yeah. Yeah, it can still move. It. The only thing is that it can't go invisible, which probably won't matter ever. But it also all your attacks against it have advantage. Okay. Oh, even a spell attack? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I'm just going to use another cantrip then because there's no point in doing anything else yet. Sure. Okay. If, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just phoning this battle in you guys. You guys got this. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> this other Minotaur has fairy
2: fire, right?
0: This Minotaur has fairy fire, yeah. Okay. Now, and I, just, just so you I know, can't hit the other Minotaur, right? This Minotaur has three quarters cover. And the reason why it has three quarters cover is not only is there a dancing item in the way, which would only give it half cover, but it's also at the very bottom of this set of stairs, which means mm-hmm. you can really actually only yeah. see like it's hooves. So you have to hit its hooves through the wardrobe. So it's a very small like window of opportunity. So it has plus five to its AC. And oh. then this one you can see, but I'm just gonna basically say it also has three quarters cover, so.
4: Wait, the stairs go up from us?
0: They go down. Okay. So be- because of the ceiling, you know, the ceiling of the uh, of the the corridor that you're in, you can't see the top of the Minotaur. You can only see the bottom. Got it, okay, yep. Okay, and
1: I'm I'm gonna do uh, this cantrip, but I can't do it right now. He has to come closer because he's out of the thirty foot range. So I'm gonna hold. Ready it? I'm gonna I'm gonna produce the flame, and I can hold on to it
0: for as long as I need to. So I'm just gonna produce flame. Sure. And when and it gets wait. when it gets in range, it won't have the three quarters cover anymore; it just have half cover, so you'll be able to Perfect. hit it easier. All right, Coslo, your turn. I'm gonna hit him with some frostbite. Okey-doke. Oh, oh he resisted oh. it this time. No cold damage for you, buddy. Move. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna move. Okay. Right there. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tap race on the shoulder. i say I think we we might actually make it out of this one alive, buddy.
3: <laughs> I think this is the first time I haven't peed a little before a fight during it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: that's it for me.
0: It's <laughs> good. Just more pee for the end of the fight when you e- when you unleash it. Okay, next up, it's a Minotaur's turn, so get your D4s ready, Kuslo. <laughs> because it moves. So that's 4 D4 damage from just walking. Uh, 10 oh, points. Hmm. Ouch. De Bobby, this triggers your readied actions, so go ahead and make your Produce Flame attack. Very well. You have advantage, oh, so you actually got a 16 and it has uh let me take a look what it's ac is normally it's ac normally is and it gets plus two so oh my god bobby you actually freaking hit
1: See, guys i am contributing to this fight i'm not relaxing at all
0: (laughs) you needed both advantage and no advantage is all you needed you needed advantage in order to make that hit and you got it yeah now so this Minotaur makes it through all the damage coming in its way and it brings its great axe to bear and it's going to attack recklessly. So because of the poopy oh, sadness, my. it just gets a regular attack. So here we go.
3: Come on, poopy sadness, help out. Ah, oh, Damn it!
0: Yes. Oh, oh hell, man, that stupid poopy this, sadness. This
3: close? <laughs> Can I attack it because it was ready,
0: or...? Yes, actually, the the, uh, the dancing item gets to make its attack as well. Can we- we definitely need to change hey, that man.
1: spell's name to Poopy Sadness instead of Fairy Fire. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. next
3: time, wardrobe! Next time!
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it shoots another one of its drawers out and it shatters on the Minotaur's rock-hard pecs this time.
2: Oh, it's just gotta aim oh, a little ooh. higher
0: and hit it on its soft, squishy nose.
2: What is this, the Minotaur show? Oh, come on! <laughs> Hit it with the hammer.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, luckily though, the blow from the the drawer apparently throws off the Minotaur, who's also distracted by the the leaky poop coming out of its butt, and uh, it, it misses with its great axe swing. Uh, next Minotaur. <laughs> we're we're an adult show, guys. We
1: bunch of grown. Man, baby. Yeah,
0: because talking about poop is so adult. <laughs> All right, so this other Minotaur moves into position, then dodges, but it takes forty-four points of piercing damage. I bet it does. Oh <laughs> Ooh, God! Oh, let's go. God. Oh, Damn. Let's go. Close to max. That's depressing. Club <laughs> ah, Jag.
4: All right, same thing as last time. I'm putting my uh, hunter's mark on him.
0: Okay. Replace the poopy sadness with the hunter's mark. And- Morning, oh, Let's see. Oh, do you want to use your inspiration? A- yes, I do. <laughs> is that a 1d8 now? Yeah, 1d8.
3: I'll double check, but that sounds right. And
0: this is a note of destruction, right? I did it! Oh, yes, it is, sir. My god. Okay, <laughs> so because... That's enough. Yeah. Be- <laughs> Because of your ability <laughs> to ignore cover, you manage uh-huh. to hit it, thanks to the inspiration from a race.
1: Thanks, little buddy. And
4: because- yeah, time you, big fella.
0: Because Ooh. it's a note of destruction, it deals the extra two points of damage, and both the Minotaur and the Wardrobe have to make Constitution saving throws, or they'll also take those two damage. So, I'll do the Minotaur. That yeah, is a, a pass. And
3: How would I
0: roll that? Would I just do a d20? Yeah, just roll a d20, and we'll yeah. take a look at your dancing item stats. I get the feeling that's going to pass. Let's see. It's got a con of plus three, so that is a 15, so that is a pass. Alright, so hey. neither the wardrobe nor the back Minotaur take the extra two points, but the one that you shot does. So, five plus six plus two and then roll a d... Oh, you did roll a d6. They were and D d8. So, three. The additional D8, I'm not going to count because you had to use your bonus action to move the, the Hunter's Mark, so you couldn't use your right. planar Warrior. Right. So, 5 plus 6, 11 plus 2, 13 plus 2, 15 points of damage.
4: Nice.
0: And attack 2. Don't hit, don't hit, don't hit, don't hit. Damn
5: oh,
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Second minotaur goes oh, holy
3: down. Holy shit! Wow, it's our best fight easily. Holy shit!
0: You guys are monsters.
4: I just uh, <laughs> dig in. It took an extra three.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, next turn, you're gonna be able to move that hunter's mark over because there's only one minotaur left. Race oh. your turn. Um, pff-
3: same thing as last time. Hey, i miss the top. I'm about to piss in your mouth, bitch. And then I'm rolling. Come
0: on, pass these saves. Oh, it passed! Oh!
5: oh.
3: Ooh. oh. Next time, next time. And then ready the action for the dancing item.
0: Okay.
1: To Bobby. Feel like that Minotaur actually likes getting pee done, probably. So that's why he didn't protect him. It's less of an insult and more of an appealing offer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, as usual, just uh, ready my flame and uh, hang out. Understandable, Coslow.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Uh, let's see here. I still have the distance. 60 feet, make sure that that's
0: still a thing. Now you, yeah. you you will not be able to see this Minotaur until you, unless you get into one of these spaces behind Bobby or Glovejack, just because right, well. again, it's down a, a flight of stairs and like, you just can't see any part of it. All right. But they now you can.
2: That. I'll actually move right there. I'll move right there. And okay. then I'll cast uh, Frostbite.
0: Come on. Yeah, I passed. Ooh. 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 Mercy. Oh my God, it might kill your wardrobe. <gasps> no, survive, wardrobe. That I
1: I say we consider that a defeat, guys. We gotta we gotta save that wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> well it's just gonna make him move through more uh, They don't have ball bearings. I kinda wanna see what happens when he gets steps on the ball bearings, so maybe we should maybe, let him live. Maybe he hold your attacks because we need to know if this works, you know, this is a good like
0: testing opportunity. <laughs> Are you gonna do any more movement or anything, Costello? I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna say to DeBobby the next thing we gotta do is to that damn shield of yours. What? Wait. What about my shield? Why are you bringing that up right now? It looks like we're probably gonna win this fight. and Then your Shield is talking shit all the time.
1: <laughs> wow! Well, I right. haven't heard it talking. Is it talking to you?
2: No, but it's always telling you bad things. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't like it. <laughs> Alright, well... well I, mean, I, I don't like it either, I, you know, I just... I, I'm doing it to try to
0: help. As you guys are having this enthralling discussion, the Minotaur moves up the stairs, which is 4d4 more points of damage. Yeah, is. Which is...
1: Oh, uh, oh. No, that's good, that's good. I'm glad,
0: you know, this oh, is... Uh, oh, for the experiment. Alright, and it... Gets reckless with its attacks Come And it, it can charge Yeah it's actually charging Cause it moved 10 feet So here it goes Oh yeah Oh it's got advantage Oh no Yeah it has advantage no more poopy sadness Nothing I
3: will remember
4: you Wardrobe's armor class? Uh, uh, it's an AC of
0: 16. Yeah, oh, okay. it's definitely less than 25. Um, yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: Just
5: slightly.
0: Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 14 piercing isn't all because it charged, it gets an extra 2d8 points of damage. So an extra seven win. points, which guess what is exactly Just enough. enough to kill it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, not the wardrobe. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I had my cape was on that. We probably have more
0: movement left, guys. Alright, and so the Minotaur is gonna keep moving. It will take another 2d4 points, and then another 2d4, so roll 4d4. Now, it has to deal with your ball bearings. So, ball bearings... A creature moving across the covered area must succeed on a DC-10 dex saving throw or fall prone. If they move half speed, they don't have to make the save. But guess what? It's not moving half speed. It is charging right at you, motherfuckers. I'm going to use
2: my... No. Can I use my Can I use my inspiration to give it a disadvantage? No.
1: That's not something <laughs> you can do. <laughs> you can't do anything more to stop it, Jason. It kills all of us.
3: Oh! I wanted it to just pratfall so
5: hard.
0: Ugh. So let's make sure it's got the movement. It's got forty feet of movement, so it started back here. Oh yeah, it gets right up on top of you guys, and another forty-four
1: damage though.
0: That is, yeah. Right, it's so. more ball bearings, not a success. Another forty-four wow. damage. Yep.
1: But we might get yeah. another try. We'll see. Push him back. I certainly yeah. will. Oh, uh, God.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. Delicious. Okay, great job, Minotaurus. You killed their meat shield. <laughs> Jag, your turn. All right. I'm going to drop my Hunter's Mark.
4: I'm going to use my Planar war- Warrior Ability instead. Okay. I get no disadvantages from shooting right next to him. Yep. So...
1: Here I go. Like, this is the absolute perfect scenario for my character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Emery, will make sure we're never in this situation ever again. Never again.
0: <laughs> Only battlefields on massive open planes. None of this tight <laughs> corridors bullshit. Shit. Wow. Okay. Well, that's definitely gonna hit. For an extra five points of damage, so that's seven, eleven, sixteen points of damage. Oof. Yummy it's still alive second Ooh. that is also a hit because it got reckless oh, yeah. yep. so that is wow okay another 12 points of damage well i have to say you need to thank who was it buffalo bill or somebody who came up with the idea for basically having the the, the Lethander bow be like a miniature holy avenger because that's yeah. that's basically what you got going on here and that extra radiant damage holy crap that is Adding up,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's it for me. Okay, Masa Nova Bill, not Buffalo. Buffalo.
0: I know. I, I didn't know Masa Nova Bill. I was I was literally just trying to make a joke. I, I was knew your just, name wasn't I, Buffalo
2: Bill. <laughs> I was trying to make sense of it. Like, wait, what did Jamie come say? You
0: here. Oh God! All right. Well, you. I mean, you guys are basically. Buffalo billing my fucking Minotaur here. You know gonna wear right? their skin after yeah, this. we're gonna send you the Buffalo Bill. <laughs> hey, Race. I'm- Race your you too you Oh, my wardrobe in this hell
5: oh! oh! no! Yes! Oh. He will avenge you! I'm a good- oh, yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I just want to say this this Minotaur had nine hit points left.
1: <laughs> oh, so I
5: mean! Yeah.
0: will take it. Right? I
1: feel like uh.
0: I feel like DeBobby
1: gonna get the kill here. There's no point in even using Thunder Wave now. <laughs> Is it something
4: that you would have left if you didn't use it?
1: It's a spell slot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna okay. keep. I'm gonna keep my baby. <laughs> and i'm just gonna well actually i'm gonna use my baby to attack this guy
0: um thunder thunder time thunder time yeah 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 thunder time it attacked oh. recklessly which means you get advantage so you to <laughs> and that's a hit this kills the minotaur Yay!
3: guys Ooh. holy hell
1: that was the best combat we've done yet. I, uh, <laughs> I love that you? he finally got to us, and I was just like, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, ah, "This is the this is that weakling who just throws puny uh, fireballs at us." Ha! Huh? I'll smack him down.
1: <laughs> no yeah. one
0: took a point of damage.
3: That might be the first time that. I've oh
1: had. man, that was beautiful. I immediately uh, whip out, uh, whip off my trousers, and get down to, to business. business. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Great I drop uh, spike growth so that the Bobby doesn't hurt his feet.
1: Oh, thank you, <laughs> okay. thank you. Tender bits. I do it. Gentle vomit on it.
4: <laughs> gentle <Shit>. vomit.
0: <laughs> uh, do you pick up your ball bearings? I do. Okay. I do. Gentle vomit. It sounds like a light spring rain. Okay. All right, so picking up all your three thousand ball bearings is going to take several hours. So maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe do that later. Okay. Yeah, let's step carefully around <laughs> the ball bearings. I'm
3: gonna take that curtain from the dead armor for the next animal. Okay, uh, yeah, hell
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. All right. So as you guys move cautiously. Back down these stairs, you can again hear the shouting of Alder Ravengard as he apparently is struggling with this helm that is attached to his head. But as you as you peek into the room, you do not see any more demons pouring forth from that portal, at least not yet.
2: Thank you for listening to rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus subscribe to rated rpg wherever you get your podcasts Podbean, spotify google podcasts apple podcasts and elsewhere many thanks to all of our patreon supporters if you'd like to join them the address is patreon.com slash rated rpg follow us on twitter at rated rpg podcast and for rated rpg live streams check out twitch.tv game society pimps on behalf of everyone at the gaming table thank you for listening to the rated rpg podcast